0: Forever.
1: Dog. Why is Lynn left out of everything? This week on the podcast, Lois Duncan's debutante Hill.
0: Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why Pulp Fiction. I was thrown by that tagline. It was very weird.
1: It's very Uh, funny. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Ketai. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him as a writer for Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as a host of Nintendo Cartridge Society podcast. But most importantly, as our number one foremost expert, on all things, low dunk. Patrick
2: Ellers is here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk <laughs> low Welcome, dunk Patrick. and figure out why Lynn is being left out of everything. Why? Why is she being left why? out? If, the, the thing is, out. is, is we
0: know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know within seconds, or just from reading the, the back of the book. Time. We know. And and she isn't even fully being left out. She's leaving herself out. Yeah,
1: she's withdrawing. And I think she's clinically depressed. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Is she, it, oh, well, I mean, no, she she's, circumstantially she's circumstantially. She's circumstantially. She's fine before.
2: She wants nothing in this. the whole book. Wants, she wants well, nothing. <laughs> she wants,
0: she Paul. wants Paul and she wants to be a hill girl again.
2: But she also she, wants to not want Paul.
0: <laughs> she wants Paul to want her more. There we go. Yes. So that she she... can feel confident, which I feel like many people can
1: relate to, myself included. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the thing. Did I love this book? Yes.
0: I fucking loved this book. Why did I love this book so much? It was like... It was such old-fashioned, fluffy nonsense. Yeah. But it was so... It was like a... Like I said, when Kelly and I were texting about this a little bit, it's it's, it's like I'm sitting on a cloud. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I seriously feel so polite, calm. Like respectful. It's super
2: calming loud. and it also like it benefits so much from and I assume that the version that we all read is and the only version that exists is a non-updated version, right? Oh, it
1: yeah.
0: has to be. I, th- this would be insane <laughs> to try it. To- <laughs> Dirk pulls out his cell phone, (laughs) but no other languages is is changed. Like, he's still saying darn, and they're all still saying
1: like G, and like... What was... Oh, he's a grand fellow.
2: Grand fellow. Yeah, and people
1: saying, like, fine, but not in, like, a sarcastic way.
2: I love sincere fine. It's fine.
1: Fine. Like, oh, isn't that fine? What a fine notion. You know... Okay, so let me just... just we we don't have... Oh, okay. Here we go. Ready? So ready. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm looking at the... Because the only place I could find the description of this book, it is available on Condal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which if is If you how want to buy it. a hardcover for $200, you can.
2: No, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a really good tagline on the Condal version, actually. Oh, really? What is it? Lynn Chambers has always been a member of the in-crowd, but she... But can she give that up to do what's right? Mm,
2: That's an excellent
0: tagline. It's long. A little long. It's a little long, but it's very (laughs) accurate
1: and uh, grabs your attention. It's better than, why is Lynn being left out of everything? (laughs) Well, gosh dang. Um, okay. Ready? Lynn Chambers is popular, wealthy, and going almost study with a handsome college boy. But when she decides <laughs> not to be a debutante, Lynn finds herself on the outside, which leads her to a side of town she barely knew existed. <laughs> there she meets Anna. Oh, we have to talk about Anna. Oh my God. An <laughs> this artist. This is inaccurate. <laughs> over- overlooked by the debutante crowd and bad boy Dirk Masters, who has a fast car, a quick temper, and a dark secret involving Lynn. No. Huh? That he likes her?
2: I think that's the dark secret. He likes her.
1: It's not very dark. I think they're trying to market it like her other books, which it's not. It, it's dark for the time.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like it was, I mean, the classism. What a daring secret. Dude. Yeah. His secret? He's pure.
2: <laughs> oh, man. His secret is he's so poor pure. and he,
0: he's in love
1: with a non-poor. He's um, in love with a Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He was capital P problematic. It's true, but he was also extremely hot. He
2: was. <laughs> Well, okay, so we, we got to figure this out. Is he the low dunk boy or is Paul the low dunk? Boy?
1: Paul's the low. They're dunk both boy. the low dunk boy. No, because he. Well, oh, actually, yeah, he has this dark secret of being a low dunk boy. He the, like yes pretends to be a bad boy. <laughs> well, there's always a bad boy low
0: dunk and a good boy low dunk, but obviously Paul is the like true
1: low dunk.
2: Sure. But, and Dirk I mean, is more the down a dark hall Lodunk boy.
1: Yes. Yes. I think honestly, if you look at the two characters, you'll see that um Lodunk's really experimenting with duality and kind of like <laughs> two different sides at the same coin being honest. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> I it was a very nineteen fifty eight thing to happen though when he forces a like a hard kiss on her. Yeah. And I think at the time. Such a hard kiss. I, I I was just very relieved when he was immediately upset with himself. That she yeah, I was yeah, relieved too. too that there wasn't any like, I found myself giving in to the kiss. It was she was like, get off of me. I did not consent to this kiss. She gets out, and then the next day he like wants to kill himself.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, he's like in a very dark place. He and wants, wants to like, die. He like Anna, who's his sister, is like, I'm worried about him because he seems very upset about something. I thought Anna. He got home and he was like, "I fucked up. He fucked everything. I like, fucked up. I my chances." <laughs> he, he's like, "He fucking me hates, hates me." Breakdown. He plays she that hates fucking me. yeah puddle of mud song. Wait, <laughs> <Boy laughs> she song? hates
2: me. She she
1: fucking hates me. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. I tried too hard, but don't. Um that
0: Sounds familiar, yes.
1: Yeah, he just blasts that song. <laughs> you can just hear it. Um so I will I will give it a
0: pass because it was not approved of by anyone. Not the author, not Anna Lynn. though it was. Anna was like she was being like very. She was think, really excusing his behavior.
1: You know what? in 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 1958, Anna's like the angel, but I think nowadays Anna's internalized misogyny.
2: <laughs> She's oh, like totally. Well, and because yes. she also is like, and I make all of our meals, and I'm basically the mom.
1: Yes,
0: I mean that was the time. That's what this book is. <laughs> no, I know, and that's but what I'm certainly, saying. Certainly, yeah. I Just mean, she this represents a, now. This is the patriarchy. Yeah.
1: I did we are like in that full swing. Anna <laughs> was the most perfect girl that ever existed in all of life.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> she could paint, self-taught. Yes. She could cook, self-cooked. She also, could uh, painting soap. watercolors.
1: <laughs> watercolors are hard, dude. Very hard. Very My hard. You can't cover up a lot mistakes. Of
0: watercolors, and she's also self-taught. Oh, oh she fantastic! Took, like, she took an online class, maybe.
1: Um, so not as good as Anna. No. Well, and Anna Anna is
2: also making the, uh, the covers for the curtains or something. Oh my, the slip covers, slip covers for the curtains, which she has to truck back and forth on the bus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And her bus is, it takes like an hour and a half to get to and from school. Sometimes. I mean, Anna is a saint.
1: Anna's a saint. The whole thing of like, so (sighs) (sighs) I do understand that. Like Lynn. (sighs) Sorry. Lynn really is, you know, she's discovering how the other half lives. But, I mean, her, like, it's just, it it does seem very, I I thought it was interesting that she was, like, checking her own privilege by the end. She was, I thought she was checking her own privilege pretty quickly, though. I mean, like. Like, as
0: soon as her dad, like, her dad tells her she can't do it. She mm -hmm. gets really upset. And then her mom lays it. Lays it all out for, and she's like, mm, noble. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Daddy is such a good man. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It okay. Daddy may have like a sort of <laughs> Daddy. right. Daddy, Daddy may have a sort of right idea here, but it keeps so like he's raging against the whole like debutante thing. Yeah, but they keep bringing it up in the context of um, like the other dads that are in Rotary with him are also anti debutant. So it's just like he's got his own debutante thing in the Rotary Club.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow,
0: good wow. work, Patrick. That I'm is true. <saying, laughs> Daddy's an asshole too. You just too. blew this whole thing wide open.
1: <laughs> also, like this was okay. I was just also really confused by like where exactly does Daddy stand because <laughs> when so they're like, mm. Brenda Peterson, who is a drip, by the way. Such a drip. Such a drip. Um, I I'm really, just really, oh, her ending.
0: Her <laughs> ending. Or, you know dear Brenda. You
1: know what I was really afraid was going to happen with her. What? That she was going to end up <laughs> with, with Dirk. With Dirk. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fucking vomit. I thought about that. <laughs>
0: I definitely thought that. I was maybe thinking there's no way
1: Lynn was gonna call
0: <laughs> no Dirk up though. and be
1: like, "You should take Brenda." And Dirk was gonna be like, "Yes, I'm reformed." <laughs> I seriously pictured this is what I thought was gonna happen, and I was like ready to fucking vomit. So what I thought was gonna happen was that he that he, uh, Paul, since he's such a good guy, and he just mm-hmm. can't help but the want the perfect to help guy, people, the perfect guy, he decides he wants to he's like you know what I have to take Brenda to the dance and then so then she goes with Dirk to the final dance and she's like but just as friends and he's like I guess I understand and then he like sees Brenda be presented to the crowd and is like who is that and I was like I, I'm not emotional And then Paul and ready. Dirk
2: fight over Brenda? Oh my god.
1: Oh my god, when uh, they became the fucking Wonder Twins, I was like, I...
2: Oh, I I can't we have to build up to talking about that because it's insane that the physical climax of this book takes place in a flashback that Paul oh, is recounting
0: because the girl isn't allowed to go. Yeah. <laughs> character of the book, they just shut her out. She's like, I guess I understand she's what like, you my right. being a girl. It would
1: be too dangerous. <laughs> I'll
2: just drive your car home.
1: Yeah, Godspeed, Wonder Twins. <laughs> so like, okay, wait. So from the very beginning, uh, she's like, she's like, Paul, we're in like...
2: <laughs> but they're also going steady. We're
1: deep in like with each other. <laughs> yeah, well, we're kind of going steady, but like... Mm-hmm. I would never ask him you to stay loyal to me. What was college being away? And you understand (laughs) that I'm here surrounded by strapping young men of all socioeconomic strata. (laughs) And and he's like, like, yeah, you're right. um, But keep my ring. Which we will not specify the
0: Mm. meaning of. We'll just both sort of dance around it.
2: But I will call you my girl.
1: Yes, but I will not kiss you.
2: (laughs) I will. Nope.
1: But God forbid that I kiss you outside because (laughs) kissing's for inside. (laughs) Lips
0: outside are for talking. Yeah. We can't use our inside lips outside.
1: (laughs) But I will hold your hand so tight. Look. Oh, Oh, this book is so
2: adorably chaste. It is so adorably chaste.
1: I mean, until Dirk comes along, because Dirk oozes sexuality, I got to say.
2: Because
1: when he, I just, when his hair was (laughs) curling down the front of his face, I was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Kelly Catnip. (laughs) Kelly Catnip, he's sexy. (laughs) And also when he's like berating her in the hallway, I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. (laughs) Kelly Oh, that's Kelly. incredible. He's like, Ooh. he's like, oh, the fucking queen of the hill. And she's like, oh, how dare he? I was like, hello, hello, hello.
2: <laughs> Kelly's just looking yum, for yum, someone yum, yum, yum. to call her princess derogatorily.
1: <laughs> oh my God. When he calls her princess in a mean way, and she's like, How dare you?
0: <laughs> but I gotta say, I was okay. Here's why I loved the book. Mm. Fluff, fluff, fluff. Yes. Pretty, pretty, pretty fluff. Yeah. Um, it did have a good message. I thought it did, too. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, was a little, like, coming from a place of privilege was a little, still a little blind to it. Like, but at the same time, Lynn was always going, I guess it's pretty, like, fucked up, too, how I, like, am being, like, sort of patronizing about my Mixing with the other classes. Yeah. So that awareness was there, which I respected. And then, the real yeah. reason I liked this mm. is it goes to the part of me that like just wants to see everybody get along and like each other. Yeah. <laughs> and so I loved that it was like the most idealized version
1: of what could have taken place
0: <laughs> truly the entire like, time. In I was the, like, the real oh, world. Everybody's
1: such a good person.
0: For in Brad. the real world,
1: she gets pregnant. From (laughs) Dirk. By Dirk. Yeah. And then parents disown her, and then it's Gilmore Girls. Well, that's what happened with Dirk's mom. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because she had those pearls, Mm -hmm. which, oh my God, y'all. All the pearls. When he gave her those pearls, I was like, no. It was a bad move. He was showing
2: too much hand too early. He
0: did. She had just taken off that ring around her neck. He went, I know that you're Paul's girl. And she was like, actually, I'm not so sure about that anymore.
1: Take off the ring. He's like, great, Here are some pearl earrings. Or <laughs> you have these here's pearls. a pearl necklace. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> they were pearls. my mother's, she's dead.
0: <laughs> I got you these also, pearls.
1: <laughs> got I got you my dead mother's pearls.
2: <laughs> I need to have this confirmed. They went on two dates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: Yeah. right? They went on two dates. And it was two just dates. Two dates. And he gave he really was smitten. He was smitten. I, I also that was the other thing that like I felt that she captured really well is that thing of like when you're just not feeling it with a guy and he goes and makes this big huge gesture and you're like, fuck, like, I don't want to hurt this guy's yeah, what feelings. What do I do with this? What do I do? And OK, guys, I did get Misty. I can't believe I got Misty reading this book. I got Misty when she starts opening up to her sister, to Dodie. I thought that was really sweet, and they. Cody was a mix of like
0: really fucking awesome, and then like a monster at the end. But a monster I related to because like that's Mm -hmm. that's me and my sense of justice a hundred percent. Where I'm like, you've been wronged, and so I am going to go fucking crazy on you and try to destroy you psychologically. (laughs)
1: I mean, and, and I and how afterwards, how you
0: fuck with my sister? And
1: then afterwards, when someone's like, "That was like a bit much," you're like, mm, "It was mm, true. <laughs> it it was mm, undeniable. I do it was Nothing a lot, to, be it to be done <laughs> now."
2: Um, Dodi was awesome, and also like reflected the whole idea of like everyone is like the co- sort of like coolest or most reasonable version of themselves. Yeah. Yes. Um, at the at the end of the book, I, I pulled this uh this little bit. Where, um, like Dodie says like, oh, that I'm, I'm not going to be a, a debutante, um, next year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Lynn goes, but Dodie, I thought you said you'd die if you didn't be, if you couldn't be a debutante. And Dodie goes, maybe I did, but a person can change her mind. Can't she? She's <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I'm reasonable about this. I don't really care that much. <laughs>
0: it's like, uh, yeah, I'm also like 15 and I say a lot of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are- I, I
2: uh, go oh, ahead. Kayla. The,
1: the. The thing I really liked about Dodie too was that like, okay, we kind of have touched on on like exactly what on, on what she did, but like we didn't really get into it. And I think the listeners no. need to know like exactly how fucking DEFCON one she got. She truly she was like she, she to the ground. She,
0: yes, I was gonna say she pulls out a box of matches, she <laughs> slides out the match bed. She removes a match. She calmly slides mm-hmm. the match bed back in. She lights the match and she goes, your fucking mom told Paul to take you Pff, and like throws Ooh. it down in a pool of gasoline,
1: like literally throws it down and then gets. And then when everyone's like Dodie gets out a flamethrower. Yes. <laughs> lights <laughs> it all down. on fucking fire. She's like, you're fucking pathetic. Do you realize, she's like, do you really honestly think that Paul, Paul, was interested in you? Give me a When he had my sister, the princess of the hill. And and she's like, you're a drip. Whatever the fuck your name is, you're so boring I can't remember. Of course. Oh, really? He called to ask you? Your mom had to beg him. And of course, because he's so fucking nice, he had to say yes. To take the sad sack drip of a sad motherfucker to these dances, <laughs> and now he's stuck with you. And yeah, I know that you were raised with an overbearing mother. Oh my who, god! Like, oh my god! Controlled
0: every aspect of your life. Yeah, this is the fault. best part.
2: Is that it's it's not like yeah, she's you got Brenda have in her not sights. been that way, everyone's going down though.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, when she was, like, she's, like, you didn't have to let your mom push you around. And then Brenda's, like, like,
0: not everybody would have let that happen.
1: And Brenda's, like, you're right. And she's, like, exactly like that. You just got pushed over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're doing it again. Meanwhile, Lynn is, like, wow, I really fucking respect that she just, like, totally gave up on
1: herself. (laughs) (laughs) And then... It's like silent in the house and they can hear her get into the car with her mom and her mom's like, is everything straightened out? And she's like, yes, it's straight. And then they just drive away. It was fucking tragic. I was truly like, we need to keep watch on Brenda right now because like, Sh- yes, the I was amount like, of sheer humiliation- when Paul
0: showed up to take Lynn to the dance, just like fully accepting that Brenda's Hello? like, no, Brenda's sick. It's fine. I'm going to take you. Uh-oh. Wait, what'd you just say? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Whew. I was like, oh, God, I've been dropped. No, no, no. Um, When Paul shows up at Lynn's house and he's like, Brenda's sick, it's fine, I'm going to take you. I was like, Brenda's at home eating a bottle of pills. You need yeah. to run, mm-hmm. yeah, not yeah. walk, yeah,
1: to make sure she is okay. You guys need to, first of all, not go to the dance right now. Oh, yeah. You need to go mm-hmm. check on, on Brenda.
0: Yes. And good for Lynn for being like,
1: go to Brenda. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She
0: needs you more than I. For now, I am secure in our like...
2: Yeah, she views (laughs) the like calling in sick for the dance as some like noble sacrifice when it's obviously that like she can't... Brenda can't face anyone Yeah, because she's just been so thoroughly destroyed by Dodie.
1: It just like further like shows... Now she
0: knows how... Mm-hmm. Much of a farce she was living.
2: She's such a this fucking was... drip.
1: Yeah, she's, she's such, such a drip. Fucking and, and, drip. And the fact that Lynn like twists what it is into like, wow, she stayed home on purpose. So that way you could take me to the dance. That's heroic. It's like, no, girl. She's depressed. <laughs> she's the most embarrassed she's ever been in her whole fucking life. Her she whole life deal alive. with like, well, maybe a little bit
0: of it was that, but. Mostly it's, I'm a fucking joke, Mm -hmm. God has been laughing at me. Everyone fucking knows, everyone knows. This was like my constant fear throughout junior high and high school. If anybody Mm. showed interest in me, I suspected foul play. (laughs) I suspected it was either pity or a joke or something. Because in fourth grade, a boy asked me out and then I found out after the fact that my best friend Lacey had been joking and convinced him to ask me. That stuff sticks with me. It did stick with me. It ruined my teenage years. Yeah, but you know what? It's because I was too much of a fucking drip, drip to get it together. And together honestly, and so Lindsay, stand you were up for myself. asking
2: for it. You
0: didn't it have to
1: be that way. Like honestly. others don't
0: react to it that way, and so like you shouldn't have either.
2: <laughs> um, um, did okay. So I, I felt like a lot of here. Here's a question that I had: mm-hmm. Did you guys growing up end up dating all of your very similarly aged friends' siblings? Because it seems like that was happening left and right.
0: Yeah. It's a definite theme in these books. I would say it's a small town. Mm -hmm. This book gets at something that my mom explained to me when I was younger that I could never wrap my brain around and I still can't fully wrap my brain around it, is that you didn't have male or female friends if you were of the opposite sex. You dated. Yeah. It was just dating. If you hung out, you were dating. And there could be the person you were going steady with, but you could still also go out on dates with other boys unless you, like, specifically discussed it.
1: They're um, also, like, um, they, that's what I think is so unique about this book is that she's like, I want to be friends with you, Dirk. And he's like, well, at first he's like, hell no. And then <laughs> afterwards he's like, do you still Which mean Which is it? fair.
0: Like he's hurt. He doesn't have to like swallow his feelings. Did right. you guys he owe he
1: her that? Did, no. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel like the mom had some pretty good advice about trying to change a boy? Oh, so good. Oh, I, yeah. I highlighted just, like, that. Be part. better. It, yeah. yeah, and she's like, you shouldn't. She's like, if he's just trying to be better for you, like that's not going to work. And she's like, but what if he does? And she's like. <laughs> Well, that it's not going to work. Like, he needs to be doing this for himself.
0: Yeah. This book was so different from, like, all other media because it wasn't, like, it It was, man, parents just always understand.
1: But that's the <laughs> thing about low-dunk
0: parents. Low-dunk parents always understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so, like, you don't see that. And it's, like, not only do they understand, but they are, in fact, wiser than you. And I don't want that always to be the message because it's not true but it's really refreshing that sometimes that's the case in a book or a movie
2: because my mom is very
0: understanding and nice
2: and that they come through like the fact that Dirk's dad shows up to the school
1: oh my god
2: defends his son and never doubts his son like it's a such like a throwaway thing but like it means so much
0: I loved that, Dirk and that was, was like, what Dirk needed to turn it around. Yeah. Yes. he yeah, needed his that's what it, he dad, needed. not Lynn. Yeah, I thought that I, was beautiful. You
1: guys, I loved this. book. <laughs> no, I did really love this. Like, I think I also got misty like when the dad so showed cheesy, up.
0: Cheesy, but when,
1: when no, but we need it. Like when it the has dad. Sh- place. When the dad showed up and was like, "Like, I believe my son." Even if 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 it seems like he stole that money, if he says he doesn't, I know he's not a thief. And prior to that, he had never really seen eye to eye with his dad. And like that was like the first time that they had like connected on Whoa. something. And it was in a public way where he was defending him. Like, mm-hmm. And that was the thing that turned him around and not necessarily her. Like, yeah, I loved that. It was so much
0: deeper. And I also I loved that it wasn't like defend him publicly and then get home and berate him for like, yes, like yeah. giving them a bad name. I was so relieved when they got back, and it was like, no, I know you didn't do that. And then Dirk immediately turns him around, and I was like, yeah, Dirk, you do need to be helping your dad out with money. Cause he that's did. crazy. Yeah, your dad and is then, working two fucking jobs.
2: And then Dirk is like, yeah, the best revenge is just living well and getting a good job. <laughs> yeah, and I and his
0: dad yeah, was like such dad, a good attitude about it. He's like, I don't need school.
1: Yeah. And I also like the I have the fucking satisfaction of hard work. I liked that. um, What's her name? That like Lynn finds out that he has this job from the dad. Like the dad's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's working. uh, He's helping out over at the garage. He's doing great work over there. And and, like, you know, I think he's really found something for himself. And I was like, great. Love it. Yes. Love that he's. He took a thing that he was good at, which he was being Mm -hmm. taken advantage of for, Mm -hmm. which was being good at fixing up cars, Mm -hmm. and then changed that into a thriving, thriving career. Thriving.
2: I also love that all of this is wrapped around like a quintessentially uh, low dunk mystery where like you're 30 pages ahead of the narrative and you're like, yes, obviously Brad is a scumbag. (laughs) Yeah, And the obviously Brad did this. The second, like, he's at the school and you're like, oh, okay, he's stealing something.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. And it, the second he's like, well, you found the money, I'm just gonna mosey <laughs> on down the road.
2: I'm not even a student here, so I can't possibly be involved.
1: <laughs> I, that doesn't make me even more suspicious at all. When he was like, when he says to the, so basically, um, what's her name? Um, The girl from uh, Bre- Brenda Peterson, they mm. do this big, big, big uh, fundraiser. And the way that Brenda Peterson's mom, who like put together the debutante stuff, wants to stick it to to Lynn's dad, who's like been protesting about it is like, we'll just donate all the money to the hospital where you work See, that over can $500, <laughs> ass, <honestly. laughs> yeah, five hundred dollars five thousand no five hundred five hundred five hundred
2: five hundred yeah, well,
1: it is a it's like forty four
0: hundred dollars in. It's a bit money. It's a oh, bit okay. All right. So it's not nothing. It's it's not in your face money. It's not like fuck you,
1: Lynn's dad money. But it's but it's, it's, it's a not chunk. Of, it's either. a chunk of change. Yeah. Right. And, and they
2: they said that they need it. So yeah
1: yeah. So she has it in her fucking wallet, and she just leaves it on the front seat of her car with, and so it gets stolen. Um, and she comes out. She goes out to her car to get it. It's stolen and there is, what's that guy's name?
2: Brad. Brad. Brad
1: and Dirk are standing there. And she's like, they stole it. They they stole it. And then (laughs) Lynn runs up and is like, no, he didn't. And she's like, you bitch, you're involved. That was a crazy leap. I was like, what? Brenda, you fucking cunt.
0: Seriously. What is this bullshit?
2: Well, and also, where's it coming from? Like, why Jealousy. does Brenda have it out for Lynn?
1: Jealousy. Jealousy.
2: But she's winning. Like, or, Brenda has no, 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 Paul no, no. at this point. You know what it is?
1: You know what hmm. it is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to arm, armchair psychologist this. Please. Right. So she used to be on the outs, and now she's on the in. And she's pushed Lynn to the outs, or so she perceives. She sees Lynn as the person she used to be and she hates that. So she's trying to punish herself yeah, and I punishes think she,
0: Lynn. I think she associates all her current good luck with the absence of Lynn. And so if she yeah. can mm-hmm. continue to like drive Lynn further away that just cements her standing even more. Even though she, Lynn just would have been a part of it and Brenda would have too. I think I, I totally agree with you that it's like because they both happened at the same time, it feels connected. Yeah. Especially because Paul has been taking her to the balls and that absolutely would not have happened. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so it kind of feels like- And she at least
0: knows that, even if she thinks that Paul asked her to the balls, she still knows that that wouldn't have been happening if Lynn was a debutante.
1: So anyway, I agree.
2: Paul's to the balls.
1: Paul's to the (laughs) balls. Paul's to the balls. So then, so then she's, so uh, Lynn kind of steps in and the, the moment that Brad is like, so so authorities come and they're like, ask, they're interviewing everybody and they're well, like, what do you a- know? Authorities,
2: it's the gym teacher. Yeah,
1: the gym teacher comes. <laughs> right. The okay. so gym teacher comes. <laughs> Want to make sure mm-hmm. we're all on the Fair, same page. Yeah, yeah, Fair yeah. To make It's that not point. cops. It's the gym teacher. <laughs> gym teacher yes. comes, uh, is like trying to investigate, <laughs> do some investigation uh, and he's like, <laughs> He's like, uh, then Brad's like, well, uh, since I'm not involved in this, I might as well uh, skedaddle, right? And everyone's like, <laughs> well, and he's like, already gone. <laughs> like, down the road, gone. I was like, he stole it. What's happening? No, he stole yeah, it, it. was Why like the fucking easiest thing in the world to figure out. Oh, my God. You guys, when Lynn, like, weeks later, is like.
2: <laughs> Pieces it together. Yeah, when
1: she's like, huh. I knew that Dirk never stole it, but I never thought to think that was who stole it? I was like, what? The dumbest. <laughs> Why are you just now questioning? <laughs> Made no sense.
2: So It's also amazing that like then okay, so she has she's like, "Oh, okay, Brad stole it." So that means it, it obviously Brad did it, so that proves that Dirk didn't steal. And it's like, no, like it was still in his bag. Like you've proved nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <sighs> She's just trying to be a little detective. She's I trying mean, to be a detective.
0: she did eventually come to the conclusion that nobody else did and should have. So that is certainly to her
1: credit.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: But it is very silly that like that was so fucking
1: obvious. And like throughout this book, Paul's, like, coming back, leaving, coming back. I do like that Lois Duncan did not waste any time with us spending any time doing boring things. Because she'd be like, "Mm, I couldn't wait until Paul came back. Paul's back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Uh, let's just skip over those couple of months. Yeah. And like, oh, remember she had flu?
0: Oh. But also not in a shitty way. It was like, oh, these months dragged on because of this and this this and this happened. We just didn't have to like suffer through all those moments.
1: Yeah. Well, and like um then there was like that whole chunk of like a month and a half where she had the flu. Yeah. Well, she had the flu
0: over, after Christmas, Christmas. over Christmas like right yeah. after she and Paul uh broke up for no reason. That was so funny. <laughs> uh and then it just like sort of persisted. Um but By like sort so- of I mean it Persistent.
1: <laughs> so Paul's like back and forth, back and forth. He's there, drama. He's gone. She misses him. Um,
2: How far away is school? For no Paul?
1: idea. They
2: they drive like all night, but it's snowy. So like in that's my mind, I, I was like, night.
0: Boston. <laughs> yeah. I just
1: immediately like I figure they're in New England. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I could see that.
2: But yeah. he's spending way too much time going to high school functions in his hometown during his freshman year of college.
1: He needs to be spending yes. some time at school.
0: He has been coming back. Too every much? Every
1: weekend, question mark? Towards the end, yeah. He's gone for well, like a big chunk. And then he comes back. No, I think we're just, just skipping doesn't a doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we're just skipping. They said that there was a
0: thing every weekend, but I think maybe he only came back for the
2: for the Christmas stuff? Balls?
1: Like he wasn't well, going to the weekend parties. He wasn't going to the weekend parties. The, balls. the So all the balls were like in one. Because remember they were like, and then we're going to have so many balls around Christmas. And he was yeah. back every Christmas day Christmas anyway. Yeah. So yeah, he was true. going with Brenda every fucking day. Here's the thing. I know he's a nice guy and he loves Lynn. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like he was getting a little something something from Brenda. Oh, I don't know. I know he's a nice guy. I just don't trust it. Really?
0: Mm, I I do have a point, though. Um, Mm -hmm. No one (laughs) in this universe ever has sex. (laughs) This is correct.
2: No one in this universe has sex. There (laughs) are
1: storks that bring babies. That's right. And So if no one's having sex, they're not having sex. I'm also worth noting is that Lynn is the most beautiful woman to have ever existed Everyone else pales in comparison. She's so beautiful that strangers look at her and give like an approving nod. She is Grace Kelly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's not even that strangers give her the approving nod. The strangers look at her and go, who is that? And then someone else is like, (laughs) I know exactly who that is. Oh yeah, That's Lynn. She's the hottest. (laughs) That is
0: how it's put. Right. Because do you think that we've actually gotten out enough of the plot not to... Need to go through. Yeah, I think so. I feel like at this point, what she
1: she can't go. She she can't be a debutante, and then now she. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: we've covered it, and now she's uh, just
2: just like all low dunks. Not that much really happens in this
0: book. Well, it's a lot of emotion mm -hmm. and tone, and the tone in this is like a thick, um,
1: like strawberry mousse. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like a, a like gauzy curtain that like kind of diffuses light mm-hmm. and like makes the room kind of like yellowy in color,
2: sure, and it casts shadows yeah. that look vaguely like mm-hmm. your friends,
1: yeah, and it is beautiful and the there, there there's a, shadows that look vaguely. There, there's a there's a gramophone that plays like. Why do birds suddenly appear? <laughs> nope, that's too late. Oh, is that <laughs> too late? Maybe that's it's like- too.
0: That's like in the seventies, so this Could would be like, um, um like Mister Sandman. Bring
1: me a ding. bum Boom, 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 boom. Or it's like lollipop,
0: lollipop. <laughs> 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 or like we watched, um, we. So we watched Urban Legends Bloody Mary oh my God. for a mini-sode <laughs> for the Patreon, and they have a fake 60s-sounding song uh-huh. that made me think of a real song. I was like, this is a pretty good sound alike, like, except that the singer is bad. Oh. But now I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh,
1: I'll think of it anyway. It kind of reminded me of that song, um... uh Birds. It's not why do birds suddenly appear. Suddenly appear. No, no, no. But it's <laughs> like. Oh, oh I think like. Something. You
0: don't have to say you love me. Just be close at hand. Dun 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 dun. That's what that song <laughs> sounded like, and so it was like kind of that. Although that's probably too late of a song as well. Anyway, it's yeah. it's Pleasantville. It's Pleasantville. Yeah
2: got it it's it's amazing we are in- how Wasterful.
0: 1958
2: 1959 this book is yes like yes cuz so much low dunk is like the 70s revised for the late 90s yes and, yes and this is just like nope i'm pre 1960 no one believes in free love and having sex like these are kids you don't relate to at all
0: yeah if you read this and had no idea what year it was
1: in you would still know Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, I wanted to talk really quickly about how terribly both dates that she went on Dirk went with Dirk on were like they were so bad. Like they were she was literally like so miserable. All she was thinking about was like, I want to be home. I like don't want to fucking be here. This sucks. He is hot. But like, that's not that's only takes you so far, you know?
2: Well, I love that the first date is actively bad. Actively bad. Actively bad. And then the second date is just, and I want to get back to talking about the first date, but that the second date is not actively bad. It's just like regular date bad where you're like, oh, I don't, this isn't exciting. Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, there's no chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, it's, it, there are reasons, the, the reasons why it's bad are kind of outside of Dirk's control, too, in that, like, he, you know, she's like really fucking torn up because like she just saw the like very special treasure hunt, Debbie yeah, yeah. thing. and and she's
0: only on the date with him because she, she was trying to like basically
1: get back to, stick to it Paul, to Paul. Yeah. yeah. And she also is like like so she's sticking it to Paul. She's very sad. She's literally cried on the date. Mm-hmm. She. Um also she's like been going to movies non-stop and like it's another movie and she's like, Oh my god, I've been to so many fucking movies these past couple days.
2: And they show up to this movie halfway through it.
1: I could not believe what is that about.
2: I don't know. They sat
1: too close to the screen. Yeah. Nightmare. Nightmare. Hate sitting close to the screen. Nightmare. No, 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 no.
2: They're just going to these movies so they don't have to talk to each other. Like no one seems to have any interest in actually seeing the movie. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the only and thing it to is, do.
0: It's the same thing with it. Anne. It's like, um, your house is very small, so I don't know what we could possibly do here. Let's go to a movie. <laughs> I,
1: yeah. Oh my God. She's like, so it doesn't look like you have anything rich, like a TV or even something to
0: play music.
1: I could not have any of my rich items. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything
0: in here is pretty
1: poor. We could do so... something poor, like I could watch you paint, but like honestly, that sounds like absolute fucking hell. So, why don't we just, I don't know, go to a fucking movie? So, they do. Anne offers,
2: Anne offers a pretty good solution, too. She's like, when, uh, I play cards with the other kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. they could have played cards.
1: Yeah. They could have played cards. But also,
0: Anne is so, it's so very, like, there's, apart from Dirk being snotty to Lynn, everybody else is so deferential to oh, the yeah. rich kids. And so she's like, mm, "I'm so very sorry for my poor surroundings." Um, yes, let's see a movie
1: because I I couldn't possibly ask you to stay in my closet of a room. Also, or she's like, "Or you can talk to my dad <laughs> <laughs> while I <laughs> question mark." I, I make us all an eight course Hamburgers? meal. Hamburgers? <laughs> yeah, I'll make, <laughs> us. make us all
0: salad. Yeah, you. Oh, can- the moment. Oh, the moment she opens the fridge, she's like, "Oh no, oh, I wonder if I can find it because it was so like like sort of a modern reaction and yet full of
1: 50s food." Yeah, yes. no, she was like she was like, "Hmm, I opened her fridge and oh, she didn't have anything in it besides lettuce wrapped in cloth." And yes,
2: the lettuce is wrapped in cloth. That's like under a towel or something. Yes,
1: it's under a fucking gar- like, like rag. And then she's like, here, when she describes it's the food- Lynn
0: opened the refrigerator door and took out the damp towel, which held the salad ingredients, trying not to look surprised at how empty the refrigerator was. The chamber's refrigerator was always overloaded with food for snacking. And then here's where I went, oh my God, I can't believe these are your snacks- Um, Because it's not like, I mean, we had like Doritos and Chips Ahoy. (laughs) It's it's food for snacking, apples and plums and ice cream and Cokes and all manner of other things. Rosalie saw to that. The master's refrigerator contained the basic necessities, milk, eggs, margarine, some bacon and cheese and a few covered jars.
1: (laughs) I was like, what's in those jars? Yeah. What's going on in those jars? Also, did J-M. you notice that they were <laughs> like, eating? I don't know. Uh, they were having like when, so the mom gets like all a flutter because she's like, ah, oh, my son, <laughs> the boy of the house is coming back. And so she has to like <laughs> make a humongo dinner, which sounded really delicious, even though 50's food is kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But she was like egg noodles, like some kind of fucking pot roast and some green beans or something and mint ice cream. And she was making that apple upside down cake. And yeah. then, did you realize what they were having for lunch? Did you clock what they were eating for lunch? Yes. Ham salad. Wait, what was it? Yep.
0: Ham salad. Ham salad. She <laughs> comes in. She's like, I need something to eat real quick. Oh, you're making sandwiches? Oh, I see some ham salad. I was like, Whoa. I was like what the fuck is <laughs> ham salad? <laughs> hold on. I'm going to look it up. Maybe it's good. Well, it's like potato ham. salad, what? but with ham. Or like, or like chicken salad, salad. It's like but with like ham, hmm. mayo, probably like onions, okay, celery. Hold up.
1: Finding it, ham salad. You put spread. fucking ham in everything. Okay, ready? Yes, it is. How to make ham salad?
2: Oh, <laughs> you can do it, Kelly. You can oh. do it. I believe in I'm you. I'm
1: literally getting like prickles on the back of my head. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> okay. you dice up a bunch of ham. Normal. Yep. Mm-hmm. You then put it in a food processor. And then Ooh. you just go to town. Yep. Oh, ew, wait, what? But then, oh, no. yeah, you until it's wait, like so- a paste.
2: Oh, so okay. it's like A-based. a and then
1: spread? Yeah, it's like a spread, which actually I do enjoy terrines oh. and stuff. So I bet you actually probably tastes pretty good because I don't know. I, I don't know if you've mm. had like those. Um, <laughs> it's like mm. it reminds me of like pate or something.
0: Mm.
2: I'll also register an mm.
0: Mm. I am, I am an mm. adventurous
1: eater, but I also, I understand is, pate. Yeah.
2: But I it, just don't want to be egocentric
1: like, and like, you know, be like, that's gross. Just because I lived a, a life, a childhood full of like, that's gross to the food I ate. But mm. mm. in C you see what I'm saying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? No, I do totally see.
0: I feel very entitled to, to do this at these food items though, because it is so like, White ass American food, and yes. like mm, I feel a right to judge. <laughs> I do not enjoy your fucking post World War II food. I do. Yeah, think it
2: that- always makes. It just always makes me think of like that cubed up ham that would go in like beans or something. Yeah. Oh, and that like just preserved
1: like- meat thing.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then my parents would try to make me eat it at a picnic, and I would be like, no, I don't want to eat it. And then they'd be like, eat a bean. And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, eat half a bean. (laughs) And I'd be like, no. And then they'd be like, you have to eat half a bean or you can't play tag with the other kids. And then I would eat half a bean and throw up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Half a bean? Are you allergic to beans, perhaps?
2: No. (laughs) No. No. And and in fact, I like them now. But as a child, I thought they were the grossest thing in the world.
1: Yeah, I get that. I, I I do think that there is something gross about 50s food in general, mostly because, yeah. like, I think I was reading something about how, like, people just didn't know they would, like, so I think we've talked about this maybe on Doughboys, actually, about how. We did. We did a whole episode on Doughboys about gross old food. About how, like, because of the increase in, like, uh, the production of food and the availability, like increased availability of food. So people would get like all these new interesting foods that they didn't know how to cook. And then they, you know, there wasn't the internet and there wasn't, you know, you weren't spreading information in a really fast way. So people would just be like, uh, we'll just put these things together. And yeah. so that's why you literally get bananas wrapped in ham, covered in holidays, baked in a thing.
0: Yeah, it, everything was like ham, spam, bananas, and mayo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and something with gelatin
2: <laughs> like and a broiled grape also fruit. like
0: these yeah, people are yes. coming out yeah and, <laughs> and these people are coming out of a depression and a war yeah and so they're eating have like I have fallen in love with this uh YouTube channel of a woman um it's filmed from like when she was 91 to 94 and she's she's past now because these videos are like 10 years old. But it's her just cooking food that she, that she would make during the depression. And it is so delightful and also the saddest food oh. ever. But it's so endearing and also really makes you understand how hard it was. It's not just like, oh, people in the Dust Bowl and it's a like sepia photo. It's like, she's like, now I'm going to show you our recipe for dandelion salad. Now I'm going to show you what we had for like a special breakfast on Sundays. Because during the week, our breakfast was coffee and bread and you dip the bread in the coffee.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting to like compare that to like now and what the like food production like line is because like we're starting to see like some points of failure along like the uh, the food supply line in like um you know the chicken uh packing plants and i know like hog farmers are like dumping a bunch of their um inventory because like they can't get it to plants that process uh, the meat in mm-hmm. the right ways mm-hmm. um so like i don't i I don't think we're going to enter a, a time of, like, total food scarcity. But, like, it's not impossible that we're going to get back to something like that where we're forced to eating, like, weirder or grosser things than we're used to. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean... And I, I saw that Costco is like, we're now limiting meat sales to, like, three items a week. And I was like, we probably already should be doing that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, all those fucking, like, like doomsday You really peppers. only need, I mean, like,
0: it. meat used to be such a like so where i'm looking for like a this isn't what i'm trying to but like a splurge it would be your weekly like oh, we're having mm-hmm. meat tonight mhm mhm
2: instead of at every meal yeah instead of yeah. like
0: absolutely like
1: i buy as much meat as i want all the time yeah i mean it's interesting that like i i don't not that i'm doing completely like uh What's it called? Um, like depression era cooking, but I am being a lot more uh, uh, conscious of food waste. Like yeah, totally, us too. I, I've been, you know, putting my chopped off romaine in water so that way it grows more, and you can get a, a head and a half of lettuce out of a head of lettuce. Oh wow! Um, you can do that with.
2: We've th- done the same thing, Kelly.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. That and then you can do it with uh, scallions too.
2: Mm. Um, my green, um, green onion.
1: My efforts to
0: uh, to not waste a lot of food is to never buy vegetables or fruit and uh, just eat cereal and eggs. Oh my god! All the fucking time. I am so not eating well, and I. Admit, this is not a new thing. I always eat like this, and it's bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, I. I. And I've been. Um, if i do get fruit i will cut it up myself and then freeze it as opposed to buying pre frozen fruit and i don't know why i do that i just do just cuz i think it it'll feels last better yeah and i think it'll last longer and i can save a little bit of the fresh fruit for like when i want to eat it now
2: yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've also been doing like uh, when we get like a bunch of kale or spinach or something, we eat it like well we can. And then when it starts to go like a little bit, we like chop it up and uh, like freeze it in ice cubes for use in like smoothies later. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the kind of thing that we would have before been like, well, whatever, throw it away and we'll buy a new batch because like, you know, a, a bunch of kale costs like a dollar. Yeah. Um, yeah, that now we're like, no, we keep everything. Our house is now full of empty jars. Um, oh, I because, love like, an empty we're not jar. Throwing away jars. Oh, I'm anymore. not throwing away
1: jars.
0: I love jars. No, just like Dirk and Anne. Yeah, yeah. Just like jars of
1: things. unspecified things. Yeah, on the covered fridge.
2: jars. Covered jars. <laughs> covered um,
1: jars. The okay. So now we need to talk about <laughs> the one when when they become the Wonder Twins because it is yes insane like I was like oh so fucking funny I think I either this is what happens for me I'm like I either ship it or I hate them and I can't decide
0: like um, I either I ship, I,
1: for I them, ship I was within like, the oh, world like, like I ship within it. the context of this book mm-hmm. no, no no but like I literally was like I ship it and if they're not in a relationship I don't like them being like little best friends because like it's just for some reason that was too cute for me. It, because like, of the fact that cute. they just
0: like kick Lynn out of the car. Yeah. That's what makes it shitty. It just gets too boys clubby, I don't know. They're like, "Now, yeah, no. now we're we're boys and we're friends and so like you step aside, we've both voted uh our votes carry more weight because we're men, and also, uh, we have the superior physical strength. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a very like, let the men deal with this. You, yeah, you stay safe. Yeah, you this are. Isn't look, you're the prettiest you. person in town.
1: She is the prettiest person. You can't lose the prettiest person, because then all you have left is Brenda That's Peterson, true. the drip, <gasps> Who rule, rule the hill.
0: <laughs> if Ooh, its princess indeed. is gone,
1: yeah. So. And also, she does all of the fucking like like brain leg work.
0: Yeah, she does all the the footwork. Oh. Or so whatever. she's like, no leg work is the correct She term. She's. <laughs>
1: I'll stay out of it. Footwork.
2: She does all the dancing.
1: <laughs> she does all the fancy steps. Guess what? She does none of the dancing in this
2: book. That's she's, true. She she's never dances going. once. Mm,
1: that is true. But she's like, okay, I figured it out. It's Brad you guys need to get some evidence because I guess me just thinking it's him isn't enough in
2: this world.
1: (laughs) Even though it was earlier.
2: Luckily, there is a preponderance of evidence at Brad's house that he is a chronic, repetitive jewel thief.
1: Yes. He's a jewel. He keeps... He's a fucking cat burglar. He's got like all these fucking trophies of his crimes in his house on display. And... So Dirk and, and and we learn all of this because they return from their adventure and both of them separately to Lynn are like, you know, I didn't like the guy, but I see why you do. He has yeah. won me over. Um, it is funny, though, where they're like,
0: we are not friends,
1: but we respect your judgment. Yeah.
2: We're not friends, but we get it.
1: Yeah, but we get it, and also we're boys, and you're a girl, so like, sorry. So it's
2: very
1: funny. <laughs> so so then okay. dark there. No, also,
0: I'm so the main the- character isn't even there for the big Not even <laughs> climactic clothes. action scene.
2: And the climactic action scene is like orders of magnitude more actiony and more thrillery than the rest of the book at all because Brad has By a, a fucking gun. <laughs>
0: The there's a gun. There's an attack. Um, Paul's hand gets all fucked up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: crazy. The fact that like they so they get into his house and they're like hmm, can't find anything. All right, let's get th- let's leave through the window. Paul is yep. halfway out of the ha- of the window, and then Dirk is like, "Guess what? He's got a gun." And Paul's like, "What?" And he's like, I'm "Sorry, I." just remember. He's like i just remembered we should grab it and like try and attack him and paul's like no and then he's and that he's, he's already there and he's like i guess <laughs> and then he's like and then dirk's like holy shit you're not going to fucking believe this you need to come see this for yourself so paul wiggles back in the house he's almost out and it's like fucking scrooge mcduck like
0: <laughs> you could dive in a pile of money s- jewels
2: mm-hmm do the backstroke mm-hmm. in a pile of gold coins.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then
2: Were you guys picturing the window from I know what you did last summer?
1: Wait, I'm trying to remember the window from I know what you did. There is
2: a bathroom window that the Wait, was it I know what you did last summer or uh, another one of these where like I don't know. the girl who was like going to be the like DJ for the radio station or whatever that she like was squirming right, her right, way right. out of? Do you remember this?
1: Oh, right. <sighs> and it was like kind of too small. And like yeah. it ha- it like pulled up, right? Like it was like that kind of window.
2: That's what I was picturing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was picturing that kind of window. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that his apartment, they were like, let's go to his like trash apartment. And they were like, <laughs> oh, this is
1: quite nice. They're like, it's a walk up. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. I like He's it. He's done well for himself. <laughs> and then classic scary moment. Uh-oh. Clicky clicky. Someone's coming in. <gasps> and he's like, What the hell are you doing here, Dirk? Who the fuck is this? And then they're like, Rush him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then Paul, who pl- has played football and is like a beefy low dunk boy, cannot mm-hmm. hold Brad down. No. Brad is a wild man.
1: Brad, yeah. Brad he's is like a, a little badger. Yeah, he's a cube of a man. <laughs>
2: Doesn't Paul call him a rhinoceros at one point? I'm
1: sure he does. I think. But like, I was like having a rhinoceros under him. But like, something. him yep. and Dirk are crawling over him like a fucking rabid ferret. It's like, they're just like, <laughs> like all over him. And they eventually like overpower him. But can you imagine you're like this criminal? You come into your house and these two like, hardy boys looking motherfuckers are like, like, <laughs> attack! And like, both jump on you and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this?
0: <laughs> I didn't order this.
1: <laughs> Gee whiz! dirt,
0: oh, get him! Already, you him! guys! Oh, quick! <laughs> get the gun! Oh, darn! Oh, wow, we're gonna have a grand old time of this.
2: Well, just fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, um, I wanted to read, I, I highlighted a couple of moments, uh, just like good um, examples of the crazy language that like nobody talks like this anymore. Uh, he's their doctor, Lynn said. He took care of Mr. Turner while he was alive and now he takes care of the children. He's got the oldest boy a job in a drugstore. He says he's a
1: grand boy. <laughs> um, I have one that's oh Lynn talking to her dad. He's grand. Um, so her dad is like saying goodnight to her. Do you guys remember this part? Uh, no. Okay. So, so he, he's no hard feelings. No hard feelings. He looked so tired, standing there in the doorway. His shoulders sloped forward. His head bent a little. Lynn relaxed on her pillow and said something she had not said for a long time. "I love you, Daddy." Doctor Chambers did not answer at once when he did he said only and i you daughter and then he closed the door <laughs> but he calls the her fact daughter that a always lot. calls her daughter it's so
0: weird
2: yeah it's gross also the the girls refer to their parents as mother and daddy
0: iwi did she call him daddy i actually couldn't remember yeah she calls him daddy <laughs> I, probably
2: i um, remember my, noticing a discrepancy between that it's not mother, mother and father and daddy. It's mother, and daddy. mother yeah. and daddy
0: which is pretty creepy yeah um Here's another. Here's Lynn's uh, reaction to Anne's house. You mean you made the sofa cover yourself? Lynn exclaimed. Why, Anne, you're a positive genius. <laughs> I never knew anybody who could make slipcovers. And those watercolors are charming. Where did you ever find them? I painted them, Anne told her simply. You painted them yourself. Crossing the room, Lynn stood gazing at the pictures with a critical eye. They're wonderful. So gay and full of life. I've always loved to draw, but I could never do anything like these. Why on earth aren't you in the art club? Yeah. So fucking delightful. Oh. It's just so satisfying. because It really is. It's it, like it feels... I never read anything like this.
2: No. And like if you did, it would be someone trying to sound like this. Exactly. And like yeah. she's not trying. This is just like the vocabulary. Um, yeah, this what? is just how people spoke. Mm-hmm. Paul's first letter back to oh my God. Uh, Lynn starts, Hi, honey, here I am. It's a great place, but gee, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> hi, honey.
0: Hi,
1: honey. <laughs> it's I, a letter. It starts, a letter. Hi, hi, honey. honey. I, I was like, I was very confused by that because because then, then I was like, well, what are they? Are they... <laughs> Know, why weren't they just saying? Like no, they're,
2: they're
0: the two they're s- like so dating. timidest <laughs> people. Um yeah, I, so I really liked that Lynn calls Dirk's bluff that first time. Oh my god, I was just gonna say yes. that. I fucking loved I it. So loved so it. She's hanging out with Anne, and Dirk comes over and he's like, "Oh, slumming it with my sister, huh? She's worth 20 of you hill girls, or like whatever it is he's saying. And he's like, Yeah, you wouldn't be caught dead with seeing someone like me though would you like if I asked you up for Saturday
1: night what would you say and she goes oh, I'd love to I like right away was, I was like yeah. hell was yeah awesome. Lynn that was like truly the most fanfic tropey way to start a relationship too like so I was like kind of giggling <laughs> with glee because literally he's like uh, uh, oh, oh he's like oh so I guess you're not going to that debutante thing uh, don't think you're better than us why don't you and me paint the town red this weekend <laughs> and she's like I'd love to and he's like oh uh, <laughs> uh, okay bye <laughs> and then just leaves and, and she's the, like I wonder and if then we're gonna he's go on like, a date actually
0: in love with her too
1: oh my god add I, to that I also loved
0: the part where she is like getting ready for the for the date Um, so it's Says, when Saturday evening finally arrived, Lynn found herself dressing with as much care as she had ever shown on her most exciting date with Paul. She had selected her tan wool dress with the three-quarter length sleeves and gold belt, the dark brown suede pumps with medium-high heels. It was a good outfit, simple and striking. And she hoped that Dirk, who had never seen her except in a school dress or a skirt and sweater, would be overwhelmed. He's always making remarks about my being as snooty as a princess, Lynn thought, brushing her blonde hair back into a shining ponytail? Well, all right. Let him see what it feels like to date a princess. I'll be just as gracious and charming as can be, the way a real princess always is with her subjects. But I'm going to dress in good taste and look like the kind of a person I am, not like the flashy girls he's probably used to dating. <laughs> and then he brings what? her to a An bar. bitch.
2: <laughs> well, first, first to the movies. First to the movies to with, sit in the balcony. First to the movies. Which... By the way, uh, reading the description of like the balcony at the movie made me like weird, just made me like nostalgic for going out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh man, there are people next to you making too much noise, probably because they're making out. Um, <laughs> yeah. and like people are smoking or smelly or terrible. I was just like, oh man, that sounds great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I loved too that she like hears a sound behind her and she's like, what is that? And then turns and she's like, oh, they're kissing.
2: <laughs> don't look at it Lynn don't look at it just uh, focus on the movie focus on the movie yeah.
1: and she and then she's like well they're like let's go to the next place and she's like where could this be and she walks in and it's like like this like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking bar back to the bar
0: <laughs> yeah He's it's, it's the bar from and the and beginning the of Terminator 2 <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I like that when she gets to the balcony and and all the kids are there and they're like Lynn Chambers of the Hill what are you doing here and there's this girl that says the plump girl gave Lynn a shy smile I'm Greta Burley (laughs) you probably don't know me but I'm in your English class and Lynn's like I know you you sit in the back and Greta Burley is like
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know me
1: and then for the rest of the fucking night and her name is Greta Burley for the rest of the fucking night she's like Lynn remembered me (laughs) Lynn knows me <laughs> and everyone's like, Lynn knows wow. who I, am. I mean, that night did sound completely hellish. I did feel bad for Lynn; it did because she like goes from one place to another and it's terrible. And the other part is that he realizes that it's going terribly, too. And there's like he doesn't really know what to do about it. And that feeling of like realizing that your date realizes that it's not going well. Yeah. And freaking out miserable. Oh, so miserable.
0: Especially because he actually likes her and he has been treating her well the whole time and like doesn't want her to be uncomfortable.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, right. he, he just didn't doesn't plan realize... the
0: date like to yeah. bother her. He just didn't know what to do. I yeah. really sympathized with Lynn in this moment and it wasn't like mean. It was just exactly how it feels to be in one of these situations. It's, one of the girls was telling a story in a high shrill voice The boys kept interrupting Mm. her to add comments of their own. Lynn thought the story might have been amusing if it had been about people she knew, but as it was, she did not recognize any of the names or places mentioned and she could not become interested. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that she's checked out. Yeah. That is what it's like. Also, and she is trying. She's like, I can tell that this is a funny story, but like, I don't even know what reaction to put on my face.
2: That's one of those like low dunk passages where you're like, oh, this elevates this thing so much. Yeah. Because it so clearly articulates that like you're hanging out with people that you don't know. They've got their own vocabulary and like it means nothing to you. It, it's mm-hmm. so relatable.
1: Yeah. You're trying. You're trying. I, I loved the moment where she's like in the car. So she drive. She, they drive with another couple with Greta and this guy um, to like another location to a second location.
0: never go to a second
1: and (laughs) she like waits in the car for him to open the door for her and he doesn't do it and she's like what yeah (laughs) (laughs) she gets out and slams the door. she's like what the fuck is this and then she she like notices that like the other girl gets out and doesn't have the door open for her and she's like oh I suppose that's just how these poor boys act like it mm just must
2: be their (laughs) custom to not open the door for a lady yeah
1: (laughs) It wasn't an intended slight, so um I'm okay again. And then it happens again at dinner like, I'll when she's respect the culture. When she's when she's with Anna and the dad is like about to leave for work and he eats and he gets up and like he's running late.
2: Right, he doesn't say goodbye. He doesn't, he
1: doesn't excuse himself from the table. He says goodbye. But he doesn't excuse himself he just gets up. Or wait until all the women are finished eating to get up. <laughs> and she's like, I just cannot imagine my father, Dr. Chambers, getting up with when mother isn't done eating. And then he like pats her on the shoulder and is like, hey, thanks for coming over. Like, it's really nice to see Anna hanging out with someone. She doesn't really have anybody to hang out with. And then he like kisses Anna goodbye. And he's like, thanks for dinner. It was really good and leaves. And she's like, oh, I suppose that He just simply doesn't know any better. And that perhaps is why the door was not opened for me way back on our first date.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I liked the – so I highlighted a one-two punch of Lynn's intention and her mom's advice. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is when she's sleeping over. Lying there in the cramped bed, listening to Anne's quiet breathing beside her. It was eh, – I just lost it. Okay. (laughs) It was exciting. (laughs) Ah, son of a bitch. I clicked on it and then it disappeared. Oh, no. (laughs) Lying there in the cramped bed, listening to Anne's quiet breathing beside her. It was exciting to think of leading a wandering boy back onto the right path. Exciting and inspiring and a tremendous challenge.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And then her mom, she's talking to her mom about it. Um, He is nice, Lynn said flatly. I didn't think so at first, but now I do. He's just sort of... Well, mixed up. You need somebody to help him. Mrs. Chambers raised her eyes and gave her daughter a long look. And that somebody is you? (laughs) Lynn flushed. Well, why not? He seems to like and respect me. Why not try to help him? That's a good question, her mother answered quietly. I don't know if there is as good an answer. I can only tell you what I have observed myself through a few more years of living than you have had. She paused. It's good to be friends with people and to like them and want to help them. But no boy is going to be helped by a girl unless he is willing to help himself first. And no girl is going to help a boy by leaning down to him. She can help him only by standing up tall and inspiring him to rise up to her.
2: Yeah, it's good advice.
0: It's all like there was just a touch of like, (laughs) you can't help a man by emasculating him. (laughs) But mostly it was just like very good advice after Lynn's like, Spinning around at Anne's house, like I'm going to fix everything. <laughs> oh my
1: god! When she was like,
2: the thing that's well, go ahead, no, go ahead, Kay. The thing that's so weird about the uh, about her like having that um, moment in Anne's bed where she's like, "Yeah, I could, I could fix Dirk." Is that it? Also, like, then she starts to have this like episode where she's like remembering Paul and like crying into the pillow and <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> You're my girl, Paul had said. We've got something between us worth hanging on. Oh, Paul, Lynn whispered into the pillow. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you so much. And the ache of loneliness inside her was something that nobody else, no matter how much he needed her, could take away.
1: It's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. And it's also, wait, this is the same night, right, that like she can hear everything going on in the in the house. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. was like, ah, uh, the walls are really thin. Like I could hear... I could hear Dirk, like, brushing his teeth and, like, turning on his light in his room and, like, crying and rubbing one out to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is another
0: moment of Lynn being, like, noblesse oblige about dating Dirk. And even through her misery about Paul, she felt a slight stirring of excitement at the idea of having the power to reform Dirk.
2: (laughs) I hope that's all capital. Power to, <laughs> to reform, reform Dirk. Dirk.
0: I am she <laughs> I call upon uh, the power to reform <laughs> Dirk. By the power of Grayskull. <laughs> um, here's uh, the moment when Dirk, so she's just taken off Paul's necklace, and Dirk says... I love you, Dirk whispered. Please, please try to love me too. There was something terrifying in having a boy like this, a hard, tough boy, suddenly weak before her clinging to her in a kind of desperation. She thought, I don't want this. Please, please, I don't want this. <laughs> it's so fucking sad, but she sat very still behind him, bes- bleh, beside him. And when he kissed her, she wanted to cry for him and for her too, and she thought of Paul. Paul. Oh. Yeah, I I did under I I. I here's <laughs> it's the thing. Fucking weird. It's weird. She is creating all of this drama for herself, though, <laughs> totally. it is, because yeah. like she and Paul are fine at this point. Nobody is making her like like she's all that dirt, right? Nobody has asked her. <laughs> to – Oh wait, mm, that's not true. Anne has. Anne has. Yeah, Anne, has. Anne ba- asked ba- her is. to mm-hmm. do this. Anne
1: is like, if you do anything in life, please. She's all that dirt. <laughs> please. Get out your little um koosh ball. Hacky sack it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I did get the whole thing in her head, though, of, like, when she's, like, I wanted to cry for him and for me while she's kissing him. That for sure. I was like, yeah. oh. Because, like, that moment when you're, like, fuck. This guy, like, loves me and, like, I don't feel that way for him and he's just given mm-hmm. me this fucking gift and, like, I'm gonna break his heart. Like, that's, I can't, I'm not, I can't make myself be with him and then oh my god the advice from her sister who's like so good he's like well you gotta just like give it back now what are you gonna do like wait until it gets worse like keep dating him and then make him feel worse and w- worse when you break up with him when you know you're not gonna feel differently and you know that you
0: still love paul i was like doty like paul yeah you, you and <laughs> paul are still
1: deeply in like
0: so in like with each other yeah doty's uh smart cookie hmm
2: I liked Dodie. Her description when she is introduced is like characteristically low dunk where I'm like, do, yes. you, do you not like this girl? <laughs> um, Hold on, let me see if I can this, find her. I
0: mean, this is characteristically the genre of book we read too, or that might be of any book. People love going, they're not classically beautiful, but their personality gave them a certain something.
2: Uh, Dodie was small and supple and animated. On first glance, she did not seem as pretty as Lynn, for there was a sharpness to her that her sister did not have. But when she was with people she liked and wanted to have and wanted to have like her, she had a charm that was all her own.
0: My dad... I'm sure I've shared this before on the podcast, but when I was 16 or so and my sister was 13 or maybe I was like 19 even. And my sister's 16. One of us was 16 is the point. Um, my dad... At lunch, said to us, seemingly out of nowhere, Taylor, you're classically beautiful. And Lindsay, you're unique looking. And I think that's better. It's like, so we Whoa. both are offended. <laughs> so nobody. So wins? no one's happy? <laughs> Good work, dad. That <laughs> was my dad up and down. Oh, my God. Um, well intentioned um loved us very much and was very
1: bad at showing <laughs> um did you like this book uh Patrick?
2: yeah, I did I liked it a lot <laughs> um it, it I read it like all straight through in uh, a single sitting um and i, f- I felt it felt very I kept find found found I found myself flashing back to like high school over and over again and recognizing like these beats of relationships of like just not understanding what you are to another person or just not understanding what they think you are to them. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. like it all felt very it felt very real, even though like Lynn <laughs> is so inactive in the like she just kind of floats through this thing. Um yeah. but like I don't know, I guess maybe that's also how i was in high school too where i'm just like well i don't know i got looks like i'm losing a bunch of friends over here and maybe i'll get some <laughs> friends over here um that like it, it all felt very real in like traversing between social groups
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like I if it i'd made some more like conscious decisions i pro- i probably would have been better off instead of like, well, these are just the people I fell in with.
2: But I mean, that's, so okay. In junior high school, like all of my identity was built around playing Magic the Gathering, right? Like I played it Mm -hmm. so much. It's all my friends did. It's all we talked about. I would fall asleep thinking about magic and I would wake up thinking (laughs) about magic. I would filter all of my day through the prism of Magic the Gathering. (laughs) And then my family goes on vacation oh, to Washington, D.C. Yeah. We drive out to Washington, D.C. <laughs> oh, and Kelly we're knows gone... the story. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly does know the story. Well, we're gone, my friends go to Gen Con in Indianapolis, and they sell all of their magic cards.
0: <gasps> oh, no.
2: And I get back, and they're like, hey, we're all spending the night over at Ryan's. Um, heads up, don't bring your deck. We sold all of our cards. And I was like, uh, yeah, cool, guys, real funny. Like, what, what are we going to do if we don't play magic, right? So I... I bring I bring my deck over to Ryan's mom's. You bring your binder. Uh, and yeah, I bring a a binder. I bring uh my my main deck. I bring my uh my all-rat oh, deck no. which was like a new one I was working on. <laughs> oh, no. Um and sure enough, no one had magic anymore. And no. we it was just the like magic was <laughs> The magic was gone. The magic was gone. But then it was also just like, well okay, we have nothing in common anymore. Yeah. My friends, my entire social group vanished. And so like in ninth grade and this was we it was a middle school thing so it was a seven eight nine instead of um mm-hmm. uh being like freshman year in high school but so th- oh, that's like, how
0: mine was but we called it junior high
2: yeah i mean, we may have called it that too i don't yeah i was because really we i always think uh, of middle school as six seven eight is, uh, six, seven yeah, eight. That's what yeah. We um yeah it it switched uh from my uh, between my freshman and sophomore year from one to the other. So it was super cool.
0: Oh, what? what? Did you go to Roosevelt Junior High and then San Diego High School?
2: <laughs> no, Wait, I did went we to, go to Lincoln Middle together? School.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we went to prom together. Uh, one of Wait, was so were you on a date
1: for all the debutante balls and my mom called you and made you? Yeah, Lindsay, do you think that Patrick would want to go to the dance with you? I. I he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I did
0: think that <laughs> I can see now where I was mistaken. <laughs> um,
2: Mistooking isn't a um, word, you idiot.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I know. Uh, I lose uh, the ability to speak when I'm, um, dying inside. <laughs> I am dying. I will show myself out. Um, I appreciate you being so frank with me, Dodie. Uh, I'm going- To implode.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that went great. And why (laughs) To everyone.
2: (laughs) The point is I related to then finding new friends.
1: Yeah. And like and kind of finding like people that you're like, oh, I just jive with these people better. And like, I just never thought to not be with this group of friends. Yeah. I agreed. Oh, I had the opposite situation, which is
0: why I said what I did. Like I would just fall into people, even though I didn't really have much in common but i I did really like them, and they'd make me laugh, and we had fun together, but like there was always a bit of a disconnect because i'd bring i'd like get interested in a thing and I'd share it with them, and it was just like like a dead look in their eyes. <laughs> As I tried to be like, no, but Tom Lair. Okay. So what you have to know about the MLF at the time <laughs> is that there was a, an arms race going on, but Germany was our friend. <laughs> okay. So if you've read Oedipus Rex, then you understand <laughs> <laughs> that this is a, a take on that. But like uh, movies of the time would have their own song. I think – It's
1: just like it didn't there go were, well. There were like a couple – I remember like finding stuff in common with people – and then, like, but because I, like, wanted so desperately to be popular, I, like, not that I was, I was not popular, but I wasn't, like, the loseriest loser in high school. I think in high school I was probably just, like, somewhere in the middle, pretty anonymous, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I wanted mm-hmm. very desperately to 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 be part of the cool crowd. And mm-hmm. I remember actually finding some stuff in common with, like, kind of the weirdo kids. But then I was like, ew, I cannot be a weirdo kid. So I like tamped it down. I was like, no. I did the same thing.
0: That's that's also kind of what I um, mean. It's like in seventh grade, I got really into (laughs) not comic books, but comic book trading cards.
2: Cool. Sure.
0: And I had a bunch of them. I had a binder of them. And then I looked around at the other people I had gotten this from and who were also into these things. And I went, no. Yeah. And I just turned my back on people I had something in common with and may have been happier with if
1: I could have turned off that part of my brain. Yeah, me too. And like, I think that's why I have no friends from high school. Because the people that I was really friends with in high school, I don't know that, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I connected with them as well as I could have connected with like maybe some more of the fringe people who are probably like who Sam. are doing cool stuff now and like are like I probably had more in common with them. Yeah. The
0: I is, think that's I why I I'm I'm still very good friends with people I was friends with in college.
2: Yeah. I think it's hard to um just like to still be friends with someone that you were friends with in high school just because like everyone's so horrible to each other then that like <laughs> You end up saying and doing really mean things to each other, yeah. Um, and like, you know, then you move away and come back, and or don't come back, um, and you're all like different people. It would like I feel like it would be re- you'd have to like re meet those people,
1: or yeah. unless you keep in touch with them, you know, throughout. Like there are people, and you all kind of change together because, like, I remember uh, one of my yeah. exes had like so many friends, like, um had you know a, a group of high school friends a group of college friends a group of friends mm-hmm. after college like he had like all these like you know many different separate groups of friends um and i think what happened with that group of friends was that they all kind of grew separately together because they would see each other frequently but they also like kind of all had their own lives and you know also had their own college friends and their own Whatever friends. Yeah. So
0: that's how Mike is. Yeah. So it's kind of high school friends. Yeah.
1: Um and it Yeah, they stayed so
0: in contact. Yeah, I I it didn't. didn't matter. Yeah, me neither. I pretty much only have I've friends got- from now. Like I only have now friends. <laughs> so. Yeah. I did um I did stay in contact with them for a while. I was r- really good at staying in contact with people. And then I moved to San Diego. And then when I moved back, I sort of stopped staying in contact with absolutely everybody i knew mm-hmm. and i don't know why i think part of it may have been <laughs> and this is not saying it's mike's fault because mike very much encourages me to uh have friends <laughs> um but i think it was like i i started seeing mike and then i just for no good reason like just stopped making an effort to have friends outside of that and now i have no friends um except for uh kelly because we have a podcast
1: I think, I mean, honestly, it's, it's the only thing that makes, and and this sounds really, and I think we've talked about this, uh, this sounds bad, but like, I am such a workaholic. I really, I really, really am like to an unhealthy point, um, where like it is 90% easier for me to keep up a friendship if I am working with someone on something because mm-hmm. I will prioritize yes, project friends. Yeah, I will prioritize literally everything below work. Um yeah. which is really bad. I mean, it's like I just get this like serotonin um well, it's also like when when you're
0: still at the level we're all at where you're like I I I have to do this until I break through. Yeah. I can't will- I don't have time for anything else because this is a very
1: pressing Yes. I mean, it will literally... Well, and
2: especially when this is so, like, close to... Because, like, the three of us could just get together and talk about a book. Sure. Like, and that could yeah. be, like, just a normal social thing that we do. But, you know, because it can also be this other thing that may lead to something bigger that we, you know... And also, like, yeah, like, turning these the social thing into a project, into work, um, like, kind of blurs those lines where... Like, so uh, I'm, I've been watching all the James Bond movies um, every day uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. during quarantine with, with my buddy Drew. Um, and right at the beginning, I was like, do you want to turn this into content or do you just want to do yeah. it? <laughs> um, and Drew, who is a he's an editor at um, Valiant Comics. Mm-hmm. um and doesn't do like podcasts and like performance stuff, but he isn't. You know, he's he's a creative guy. Um, was like, no, let's just watch him. And I was like, if I had suggested if if I was doing this with any other friend, they'd be like, like, oh, yes, interesting. Concept. It's a podcast. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a YouTube show. <laughs> yeah, or something. And I mean, and I, but Drew was like, no, it's just watch. It him. can
1: get kind of like I. I still like I, I. I now make an effort to like do things that are not projects because like it. It's good to do that. Yeah. Um, but yes. at the same time, like for me, it, working truly is an addiction. Like it really, like it's, it is like I, if I can't do it, like there's this like itch in me. That's like, you're not, um, you working hard. You're, you're Yes. You're not. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like truly this, like, like I can't stop thinking about it. It's like this little needle that's like in my fucking brain. That's just like turning. Um, and it can be really bad, uh, To where, like, I get, like, angry. If I'm, like, not allowed to work, like, I start getting, like, irritable and, like, um, it's not good. Well, I have the opposite disease. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh. Um, What was I going to say based off of this Oh, yeah. Um, My friend Wilder and I were like, let's write a script together. It'll be really fun. And we're, like, trading ideas. And it was. And then I went, I don't – you're, like – A friend, I one of the few friends I have that I don't have a project going with. Yeah. And I don't want to turn us into that. Like, then whenever we get together, this is all we're going to do, especially with something like that. Because with this, it is so conversational Mm -hmm. and we can really just. Be friends on a podcast while we talk about a thing. Whereas if you're like writing a script with somebody, right, it's, it's, stri- it's a strict it thing. To, yeah. Why
2: would she do this? We need to yeah, get let's these come two up together. With yeah. Her
1: motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough because then I'm
0: going to be like, I don't feel like working on that, and I'm going to like try to cancel plans all the time. Mm-hmm yeah yeah and so i didn't want it to be that i wanted to purely look forward to seeing her without being like stressed and wanting to procrastinate
1: yeah you didn't want to have homework to hang out exactly yeah yeah and be like feel
0: really guilty if i didn't work on my stuff Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's
1: frustrating so i mean it's it's also just yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's tough um but yeah, I would say if you can get a hold of this book, which you can, it's just a little pricey. It's pricier than other Kindle stuff. It's like twelve dollars. Um.
2: So what? Why do you think that I is? Do you think it's just because it hasn't been reissued? Yeah, or?
1: I think because yeah, it's probably near impossible to find in print.
0: If and so, if you really yeah. want to get your hands on it, then you're going to be willing to spend the money and probably like how. They can't really make money off of it if it's like five people buy it. Exactly. So they've (laughs) got to up that money
1: because the demand is so low. You know?
2: (laughs) Well, it's also like you can tell that they put no effort into putting this thing on convo in the first place. Errors. Errors. I've seen worse. We have (laughs) seen
1: worse. Patrick, like honestly, like there's some of the books that we've read have like literally like the word foot in the sentence for no reason.
2: Oh, (laughs) no. Yeah. Like really
1: bad. (laughs) Really, really bad. There was a really bad, um, I can't,
0: I think it was maybe Diane Ho. Yeah. Where like, I feel like a character's name was spelled wrong pretty frequently. Oh, no. I don't remember for sure.
2: I mean, I, I, I did clock one time here that Lynn is referred to as Lion. Oh, I saw
1: that, yeah. There, oh, yeah. like, and then I was like that's a pretty cool name. <laughs> <laughs> there was one like there was one book that we read that I remember Lindsay had the print book and I had the Kindle version and it was so bad that I was like I had to highlight certain sentences because I did not know what happened and so I had to be like Lindsay like what happened here and then she would tell me cuz I was like what are they saying? I I think it was one of the cheerleaders. Yes, it was. Books
0: and and in addition to that like Main characters' names were being spelled wrong.
1: It was that's like incredible.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it
1: was like Corky and yeah. Oh Borky. I, yeah. It wasn't it like Borky <laughs> instead of Corky. <laughs> something like it was that. crazy. Borky. Yeah. Borky. Something like that. Something
0: crazy. And
1: then Borky and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But so that's the book. Uh so anyway, thank yeah. You yeah so by much, Debbie Patrick. Patrick.
0: It was very enjoyable. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Patrick. It felt
2: very it was so good nice to, read to read talk it to it you. Now.
0: Yeah. It was good to talk to you guys, yeah. too. Um, do you have anything that you would You're like to plug? You're our first quarantine guest.
2: I am. I'm honored.
1: Yeah. Um, sorry,
0: do, anyway.
2: Yeah. Um, sorry. Do you have
0: anything
1: <laughs> that you would like to plug? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So I uh, I spent most of last year interviewing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles writers and artists for the the comic series, um, and uh, the I have a whole... 60-page oral history of IDW's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that is uh, available now, collected and expanded in print in the special edition uh, issue 100 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So if you like uh, the turtles at all, it's a super like in-depth uh, deep dive into uh, like everything that the creators were going through when they made it. Um, so you can get that now. And then also... Uh, the Transformers Valentine's Day issue. Um, I wrote it. Uh, It's about two robots that fall in love on an uncharted planet. And I love it to pieces and would love for you to check it out.
1: Yay. Yay. Thank you. (laughs) Check those out. Um, They're very, very cool and very, very good. And Patrick worked really hard on them. And I'm really, really, really proud of you. They're like, they're so Uh, good. They're so good. Um, So check those out. Um, Do we know what we're doing next week? Yes, we fucking do, because
0: uh, this is, I mean, technically, okay, so this wasn't prom, but we really wanted to have all of our correspondents with us for prom month, and Patrick being our Lodon correspondent, we chose Debutant Hill because it is the closest Lodon got to a prom. Mm. So and next week, we have Miss Ryan Mogion, oh, right. I believe, am I right? Yes. And Hell we yeah. are doing Sweet Valley High.
1: A Night to Remember, a.k.a. Jungle Prom. The moments that led up to Evil Twin, y'all. We're going back in time. It's going to be mm-hmm. amazing. I'm
0: very excited. Very excited. And unlike Evil Twin, I get the impression that a lot happens in this <laughs> book because it's all this stuff that they have to they keep being, like, remember, remember
1: in Evil Twin. <laughs> um. So thank you so much to Patrick. Patrick, where can people find you online?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. And actually, if you like both uh, future ge- future and previous guests, Ryan Mogey and myself, um, we are doing a Roswell podcast. It's Ryan's uh, Roswell podcast, but I've been co-hosting it with her, um, where we watch an episode of the original Roswell series and the Roswell New Mexico series back to back as they air. Um, that's called Welcome to Roswell, and that's available uh, on all podcast stuff.
1: Awesome. Uh-huh. Yay. Yay! So thank uh-huh. you so much to Patrick. Thank you so much to everyone who listens. Um, if you want to support our show, uh, you can do so by telling people about it or if you want to do it in a money way, uh, patreon.com slash teencreeps. We have a lot of very cool content up there. Uh, we're doing some mm-hmm. extra extra, you know, prom yeah. stuff up there. So that'll be mm-hmm. tight.
0: Um, and then a special shout out to all of our Patreon producers. Thank you to Adriana Field, Ashley Fritz, Claire Morty Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamont, Emily Poole, Gabriela
1: Santiago, Grace Armstrong, Grace Armstrong, Jordan Colwick, Karen
0: Lewis, Kat Miller, Kelly Chris Burns, Darina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Mandalay Wolschlager, Mariana Teresa. Melody, Megan Lazier, Micah Yunus, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks, Nick Ulanowski, Oscar Gallegos,
1: Pamela, Randy Klett, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Jackers, Michelle, Sasha Gibbs, Shannon Pickens. Sydney Bollinger. Kristen Buckner. Victoria Victoria Valdez. And Wendy Bartos. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really, really appreciate
0: it. Yeah. Um, Thanks for joining us. Catch you next week. Keep it creepy.